This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Welcome to I Have to Call My Sister. My name is Stacy, And my name is Kayla. We're here to keep it real, tell crazy stories, talk about why you shouldn't worry about those pounds on your body, and how it's okay to sometimes feel a little cray. Let's go. Hello and welcome to raw, 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 episode three on you and me. We got the state CK and the Kayla B. Hey, hey, what you got, Kayla? Episode three. <laughs> oh my God, I am not <laughs> doing that. Okay, I like, wanted you to like join and be like, hey. You do oh. this every week and then you make me look like an idiot because I'm not prepared. But I'm just trying to vibe it because we're podcasters now. Also, are we going to just like announce every number of our episode? Like, yeah. Like episode 163. Like, yes. No. That's so cool because when we get to episode like 5,000, we can be like episode 5000. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, I will continue to announce every number that we're doing okay we should be proud of number three like we're legit podcasters now and i'll tell you why because one we are on apple podcast now and we are on spotify and we're on all like the fancy places (laughs) we got accepted also because we have um more instagram followers than we thought we were going to get so much so that instagram thought we were a robot Yes, I got a message today and it said like you've been blocked because of an outside source that's helping you gain followers. And I'm like, I, I panicked and I screenshotted the message and sent it to Stacy. And I'm like, oh, my God, what's happening? And then she's like, I think like we just have a lot of followers. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the thing. It's weird because we got followers so quickly just because we were like releasing a podcast like that day or whatever. Right. And we just panicked and like made an Instagram account. So it's not like we have a million followers. We have under a thousand followers. We have but just like 813 or something or whatever. Like, like we, didn't, we didn't just recently <laughs> check like a second ago. But <laughs> but no, we just gained them so quickly within a couple of days because of our episodes that like they thought we were a bot. And I'm like, OK with that. Yeah, <laughs> me too. I felt like kind of cool. <laughs> we're doing like a different voice. Voice now to like the podcast Welcome voice. To the podcast. We're on day three. Yeah. I have to call my sister. I feel like I a lot of that a voice. lot of the girls do talk like that though on podcasts. Though, don't you feel like? Don't you yeah. find that they're like, "Hey guys, welcome." Okay, wait. Let me do my best podcast impression. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. Today we're going to talk about sexuality. We're going to talk about body image, and we're going to talk about being at peace with yourself. Was that good? Like, what podcast do you listen to that talks like that? Like, I don't, but I just feel like, <laughs> like, I listen to true crime in Crystal. Yeah. And like the one true crime person that I listen to is like the best Australian accent ever. Is it the one that he goes, welcome? She. Oh, no, it's not. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I listen to an Australian crime one too. And, and he does creepy voice the whole time. So he goes, he goes like this. He goes, today, on today's episode, we talk about the murder of a small child named whatever, right? And then he also does the ads in the voice. So okay. he'll go, he'll be like, today on the show is sponsored by M&M's. <laughs> Get your favorite flavors, any store available. And then the music, creepy music starts and you know it's coming back. But I think it's so funny that he, he keeps commits. the voice and he is under the name Anonymous. So they don't tell who it is. Oh my gosh. Like we can't look him up. No, we can't even look him up. Like he's just like such a creeper and I love it. And it makes every episode so scary. So okay, talk about like the, oh, you're still talking. Oh, no. Voice. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, or do you want to continue? No, I was just going to be like, maybe, maybe I should talk. <laughs> I'm 
so embarrassing now. <laughs> Maybe I should talk in an Australian accent for the rest of the show. Okay, okay it's over. Go. What were you going to say? I was going to say, tell our fans about our setup. Oh, we have a burning hot light. I actually don't understand the purpose of it because I'm well, like, because cannot we did, breathe. We did Zoom calls today and I thought that we wanted good lighting for our guests. It's literally just like for them to see us better. Yeah, like so I can't breathe. I'm sweating. It's... We have a photography light set up. I know you thought you looked good looking in the thing. For what? For that video is gone now. For morale. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it, we have like more of an official setup. Anyway. Anyway. So today we're trying something a little different. We're going to have a guest on. Which I'm so pumped about. I'm kind of nervous actually because so, we never yeah. had a guest. But like dad was a real hit. Oh yeah. <laughs> so oh, wait, sorry, we have had a guest. We have had a guest. Yeah, we had well, actually two, Mark and Dad. We also have some fans too. Like we have people like recording oh parts, lip-syncing parts. Remember when we already had to block one? We had to block someone cuz they were trying to video call us and they just wrote the word sex. sex. <laughs> <laughs> and just called us multiple times at the same time, which is horrifying. Yeah, they called like, both of our phones were ringing. They did a group chat. It's, oh, that makes sense yeah. because we're both signed into yeah, we're the both, podcast. We're both signed into the podcast yeah. so they yeah. They don't know our phone number but they know our Instagram video call. And for anyone out there listening, don't call us. We won't answer. We're too, <laughs> We're too busy. Busy. But also it's creepy. And I don't know if I have like my hair in or whatever. But uh, yeah, he, he just like called us. We declined the call. And then he just wrote sex. And then we blocked him. <laughs> yeah. But then we were kind of felt cool after because we're like, ooh. Ooh, yeah. Like now we're getting the, the crazy like, crazy fans. Yeah, it's, yeah. We're, we're lifting up levels. So anyway, that was our little intro. And right now we're going to go into our guests and introduce them. So get ready for the ride. I'm so excited. Okay, next up, I am so excited to introduce one of my best friends ever. He is the producer and the host of TVO Kids. He's going to be in the upcoming Mervish production of Harry Potter. And we have known him for years. I went to school with him. We did like crazy jobs with him, which we'll talk about later. But let's welcome to the podcast, Lucas Muse. Hi. Hi. Hi, Lucas. <laughs> so nervous. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So Lucas, how long have we known each other? When did we meet at Sheridan? I was just thinking about this. Okay. So we met in 2007 and Whoa. I met you before. So for listeners, Stacy and I went to school together at Sheridan College. I met you when you were on vocal rest and you came to like check out your apartment because you had left the school or something. And then I met you, but you didn't talk for like 30 minutes when I met you. That is so awkward. I, I forgot that. about that. Okay, so, okay, to fill in on that story. So we went to school for a musical theater, which I, it's so funny. Yeah, 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 but yeah. I'm now like a pop singer and a rapper. But I went to school for like, I was doing like ballet and stuff like that. So anyway, <laughs> one of the years I found out that I had nodes, which is why I always talk about vocal health with Kayla, because you have to be so careful. But I had nodes and I had to take one year off of school. So that whole year I could not speak and I had to write in a notepad. But you were cool because you were like a year ahead of us. So I was like kind of nervous to meet you at the time. And, at, and when you're that old, like anyone that's a year older than you, you think is like like 60 you know oh yeah oh yeah 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 <laughs> no, I, I know it's true it, you know what i where i always notice that the most is celebrities like i feel like adele is so much older than me and she is kayla's age i know and when i watch like reality shows and stuff or like american idol like kids who are like 25 like they look like they're 35 so i think they're older than me but they're all 
younger than us. A hundred percent. Every celebrity to me is older than us. No, I know. But now it's... every like pop star is younger than us. Yeah, and we're not pop stars. You are. You are. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we met at Sheridan. Mm-hmm. Is but... that how I met you? It... Kayla, this is Kayla talking. No, no, I can see you on Zoom. <laughs> no, 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 sorry. <laughs> Everyone's like, we don't, I can't tell your voices apart. So now I'm like, Kayla here. Uh, do we, <laughs> but wait, is that how you and I met him? Because I like confession, I, I'm like not knowing your friends for some reason. And I did not, I couldn't remember that you guys met at Sheridan. I just like know you from like life. Well, I feel like, <laughs> did we meet in promo? Well, I feel like I must have. Either I heard so many stories about yeah. you that I just thought I knew you or I met you at school. I thought, yeah. Well, I was actually going to get Lucas to talk about what, promo work is okay so there's this job and the thing is toronto is very expensive so if you're not famous yet like you have to like do these kind of jobs so there's this job and it's called like promo work and they're these companies they're like what are they called experiential marketing yeah, companies and guerrilla marketing right and what that means is they give you a product and you have to go on the streets and hand it out for free but everybody thinks you're scamming them because you have like a handful of jolly ranchers and you're just trying to like hand it to somebody and they're like i know there must be some sort of like catch. And like really we have to give out a certain number a day so it actually is great if we just like throw them to as many people as we can give them to we want to <laughs> To give them away. <laughs> so what kind of things did we do? We did Jolly Ranchers. Oh my gosh. So too many. Okay. What did you we do? We did Dan Active, which was like that yogurt. Yop, yoppy kind of drink. Coppertone. We did Hydro One. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh Hydro One. <laughs> that was the worst because we had to explain to people about Hydro. And I still to this day don't understand it, but I would like bullcrap yeah. my way through it. And I always remember telling people, uh, did you know if you keep your toaster unplugged that you save energy? Because <laughs> <No. laughs> that was the only mind-blowing fact I learned. So <laughs> and it turns out people hate Hydro companies <laughs> and so we went around to like all of these different home depots all across ontario yes. and then people would march up and be like hydro one eh yeah and, like, <laughs> we'd be like i'm sorry i'm sorry yeah. <laughs> they hate it because they're like you're stealing my money and charging me too much on the bill but we weren't the people that yeah. gave them the bill we had these free like um foldable bags and people would stacy like, and i would like put, like do these things where we would leave the table like far enough that they couldn't see us, but we could see them. And the table would be like filled with free stuff. And people would just like walk over and like look around to see if anyone was like looking. And then they would take one bag and then they'd look around and take another bag. And then they would just take first. So then we would like walk in and be like, hi, how can we help you? And then they'd be like, oh my God. Like like, there's so many fun things. But like, what was the thing you were saying about Dan Active or whatever? So we'd go to, we went to different malls all over Ontario. And this yogurt drink was like being being sold as uh, a drink with probiotics, and people like people kind of like wanted to know about it or whatever. But we had to get rid of it, and it was really hard because there were so many samples. Yeah, yeah. And so we started telling people that it would not make the like that if they drank it, they wouldn't get sick. <laughs> <laughs> and they and then us. and then they would they would ask for like boxes of it. And Stacey, I remember you like like tour guiding people out with like boxes <laughs> oh underneath blankets and like <laughs> yeah because here's the thing so our boss okay by the way side note we would get paid like $30 an hour to do this or like it, it ranged from like like 16 to like $40 yeah, like depending you, on depending the, on like what it was promo. if you if you had to do like mm-hmm. a like a, a condom one and wear no shirt you got paid like 50 bucks an hour 
something. Yeah. But like, <laughs> but like the thing is, like it it paid so well, and we would work like thirteen hour days, and I've never made so much money. Or like, did we work thirteen? Or hour did days? we? Yeah, this exactly. Is the trick. Well, this is the thing. So okay, so we started out doing it the honest way, and they would say. Mm. Can you hand out a million samples of Hershey's chocolate today? I remember that was a good one because right. I had so much chocolate. So they're like, "Will you? Ha- you need to hand out a million samples at Young and Dundas, and only one per person." So we would try, and then we would hand out like five thousand, and we'd be working like overtime, but not get paid overtime. Yeah, like and we're like, was- obviously, like we can't hand yeah. out a million. So they would be really upset, and they would say, "You have to hand out a million. And I would say, "That's impossible." And they're like, "Okay, well, we'll find someone else okay. to do it." And they said that the chocolate could melt because it got rid of the taste do you remember this oh yeah and so we had to keep it refrigerated in like a in like a truck slash fridge yes okay so at first we started trying to be like like honest about it and then they i remember this one lady said to me once i don't care how you get rid of it just get rid of it and so what would we do we would go <laughs> well we take the truck there was one that i didn't work and it was the one with the mints Oh yeah, yeah. remember yes. icebreaker and you showed up in my house with like a branded <laughs> truck with like thousands of mints in them and you knocked on my door and you're like Lucas please take the mints (laughs) (laughs) oh my god and I put like five boxes in my cellar yeah and then you just have unlimited mints I remember at one point I had unlimited Hershey's chocolates (laughs) unlimited tampons John Frieda you you gave it shampoo too oh John Frieda I still to this day use John Frieda samples in my hair and it's like so expired yeah but I don't do that and Jolly Ranchers Chris the other day because like my fiance Chris also also worked it and he ha- like was finding Jolly Ranchers in his old winter jacket that he hadn't worn in so long and th- this oh was like promo God. from how long ago like, 10 years yeah like was so, it? 10 like, years ago it's so funny we just had unlimited supplies <laughs> but, but we realized that if you didn't get rid of it you'd get fired and they just hire someone else that wink wink got rid of it yeah so we we had to get creative so that then we started like do it because we were just like over it and we're like let's just get rid of this any way we can remember we would like someone would be like oh I'll take a sample and I'd be like okay and I would like scoop like a pile of hundreds like hundreds of Jolly Ranchers and just like pour it in their arms and they'd be like oh my god like they wouldn't know how to hold it or do it like and if if you don't like the person if they were rude or something she would just give them one Jolly Rancher just one I what did I do I did uh, the heart and stroke one where like we had to take people's blood pressure yes And I, it was like my my the height of my career. I was the team leader. Yeah, and so I was in charge of like these four nurses that would like stand at my station at the exhibition. But like people are so unhealthy at the exhibition, like it would go skyrocket high. <laughs> and then what do you do? Like, and we'd have to recommend. We'd be like, sir, I recommend that you go to a doctor. Oh my god! Also, we did not know what we're talking about. Like, cut to us saying that the yogurt drink will make you never get sick. But you have to pretend you do know. what You you're have to about. pretend. Yeah, yeah. We were talking about that heart attack machine. It was the, oh my God, oh, defibrillator. 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 Yeah. <laughs> so we had to study <laughs> what a defibrillator was. And the promo was taking people's blood pressure and like telling them if they needed a defibrillator or something. <laughs> Why were we hired to do that? I have no idea. Okay, so also, let, let's move on from promo. So you okay. are the like host of TVO Kids. And I think that this is really weird because Monroe and Leo, my kids, they're like your biggest fans. So they get so excited. Like every morning we watch you and they're like, Lucas is on. Lucas. But it's trippy to me because I know you. Was that a crazy job or what? Yeah, I mean, it's really fun. So I work on a live show. So I mean, you know, but I started doing interstitial hosting, which was kind of like one to three minute live breaks. And now I do a 
15 minute live show, which is even cooler. It's like weird to be 30 and like to be dressed up as a carrot being like, <laughs> but, <laughs> no, I love it. But you also like produce it too. You do like you, you like edit and like, like what are your other jobs on that show? Yeah. So I write, um, like one episode a week, which is really cool. Uh, I can write like mini series or I can, I do everything. Like I do voiceovers for the network. That's awesome. Um, it just kind of depends what's on the go for the day. Oh, and what's that school. one show that you're in? They're, it's like their favorite show. Um, Odd Squad? Odd Squad. I love Odd Squad. <laughs> love Odd Squad. Our other friends are on it too. Yeah, you're so good at that. I also find it crazy because you, like, those were not your skills that you even, like, went to school for. And then you just had to become good at it. I don't know how I did it, honestly. Like, some people are so good at talking on Instagram or on media. And they can just kind of go, well, you're good at it, Stacey. Um, and Kayla, I would imagine you, you no. are too. <laughs> like, absolutely <laughs> not. I'm terrible. You panic, you panic. And Kayla, I would think you are too. <laughs> Why? Because I, like, started a podcast because I have nothing better to do. Or <laughs> right? Wait, so I want to ask you, like, I feel like you know more about this. But, like... Like, t tell me about your boyfriend. I don't know him. Okay, well, his name is Matt. Matt, okay. Yes, we've been together for four years. We met doing West Side Story uh, out at the Citadel, and, and we were doing the Banff program, so it was in the mountains. Oh, yeah, he's uh, also a performer. Okay. I, yeah, I, like, I haven't like, even seen a picture of him. I need to... No, you gotta look him up. He's okay. such a babe. He's, yeah. he's so cool. Okay. He's really he's also, <laughs> he's also really nice. Uh... What do you need to know about Matt? So Matt, like, he didn't really do musicals. Like, he came from an acting background. But Matt is so funny. I, have like, have so many stories I want to tell you guys right now. Tell us everything. No, it's not even that exciting. It's just whenever, like, people ask him, and I don't know how to describe him. But, like, he is kind of famous for working on this lesbian vampire series called Carmilla. What? <laughs> so, yeah. So he has, like, what is that called? Like, a fan expo? Or, yes. Like, yeah. Whatever. Like, he has all these things. And people are obsessed with him. And they're what? all, like... They're like these lesbian like vampire worshippers and like they're, they're like, it's crazy. So, they what love do, this. so what do you, so like, do you have to be a lesbian to like, Kayla. like, I don't get it. <laughs> no. I don't get it. The show is about lesbian oh, the vampires. the show is about, it's a show. You have to I be I thought a, it was like, I was picturing oh, like a cult of Kayla like lesbian you had to vampire. Be a lesbian. Like, Kayla thought you had to be a lesbian <laughs> and then you had to be a vampire. <laughs> And then you will no, be I thought you'd be like a lesbian Kayla. that's obsessed with vampires or something. Oh my god, no. No, it's I guess it's like I should be clear. I like it's it's No, you were pretty clear. <laughs> it's a queer <laughs> like it's a queer show. But the two main characters are yeah. lesbians in the show. So anyway. Okay, Whoa. so sorry, am I allowed to ask what Matt does for this like this show? Like what is no, is but, Matt a lesbian? Is Matt and a lesbian is he a vampire? No. No, he just plays like their dopey their dopey best friend. Oh, so he's in it. He's in the show. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, that's crazy. Oh my God, I can't wait to look What's it up. What's his character but name? also, uh, Kirsch. So they'll be like, you're Kirsch from blah, blah, blah. <gasps> yeah, like they draw pictures and they like send it to him and like oh they God. make plaques for him. Like it's crazy. That's but so cool. my favorite thing that he, that he does is he works for this company called Corpus Theater and they do these like weird kind of experimental, like almost like European style theater shows. And like... In Canada, I don't know if people love them, but like Australia and Asia go nuts. So he's in this other show and he has to be a sheep. Like, so they, so, no, seriously. So he performs in like different fields all over the world, like just grass fields. Stop and, it. Hold on. No, I. He said field. When oh, he fields. When he like said literal field? Kayla, when he said fields, I thought he was like, like oh, like, like in this type of field. Yeah, like, in this field. Like you mean no, a like a meadow. Field. Yeah. Wait, Lucas, that is so funny. Okay, continue. But, Sorry. But they don't say anything. They just act like sheep. So he just goes, 
<laughs> like for like ever. And then there's like a wolf in the show as well. Like a what? <laughs> Wait, does he dress up as a sheep? Yes. So he yes. has that costume in your house right now. Well, the crazy thing is, is because of the, of COVID and everything, like they're trying to do an online version of this. Stop so today, it. no. <laughs> so, today he was rehearsing for their show, which is coming up in the next couple weeks. Why does he even have to rehearse for it if he's just saying like bad? Well, I think they have to like rehearse when the wolf comes and like. When... <laughs> Like when the wolf and, howls and yeah. when the- well, well, that's the thing. So sometimes he plays the sheep, but sometimes he can also play the wolf. So today he was playing the wolf, and I had to zip him up in his wolf costume, <laughs> and he was, and he was on our floor in <laughs> on video, and all of a sudden, like I was in the room with our dog, and he started howling. And just like- <laughs> so the show is literally just people dressed as animals making. Stop. Animal noise, but do they, do, is there like yeah. a story? Like, is there like a climax to the story or anything? Stop. Like, I just, the wolf, I, I I just think when the wolf when the wolf comes to attack the sheep, that's the climax. <laughs> that's the climax. <laughs> the wolf eventually. But attacks I've never the seen sheep. it because it's always international. So I have to like, I'm gonna watch it on Zoom in a couple weeks. Did you see that video of the parrot and the the police came because he was in the house going help help and then people neighbors thought that the person someone was in there like like captive and the parrot was going help help and so the police came and they're like sorry we've been getting complaints that there's someone in your house screaming and then while they were there they're like we're hearing them screaming and the guys like come in he brought the parrot out and he's like this is him and then the parrot's favorite show is this crime show <laughs> that he hears them say this all the time and the guy's like i get he does this all the time it freaks people out and it's the funniest thing because he's just like going like this as the like police officers are like talking to him they're like okay have a good day and he's like ow like, <laughs> but that's hey, it. they're well, it that's the only one that can talk right well, what about, do you guys know, like, have you heard of people coming out as animals? I told you, Kayla. That people think Kay- that they're cows or Remember something? Remember, uh, one of our facts in our podcast with that is that there's this thing called bo- bone thropy that people think they're cows. Well, my friend's friend came out as a cat recently. Okay. <laughs> I- <laughs> Here's the thing. I'm trying to be so inclusive, so I don't no. want to laugh at I know. Anyone. I know. What that's my instinct, too. as a cat? What do you mean? They think they're a cat? Like they identify as a cat, not a not a human in terms of their animal. Do they dress as a cat? I don't know the updates on it, to be honest. I'm really undereducated in this <laughs> story, but <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Do you want to know something though? So Kayla didn't believe me when I said that people think they're cows, bone throppy, right? But guess what? You thought bees was my biggest fear? Bone throppy is not my biggest fear. Here's why. <laughs> Because they don't, they don't just feel like they're a cow. They wake up with the mental disorder. It's, it's a mental disorder that you can randomly get. It's so rare, but you randomly get this disorder, and you can wake up with it, and then forever think you're a cow. Think you're a cow. It's specifically like, a cow. Specifically or... a cow. What? Specifically a cow. And I was like, wait, I thought it was just people like identifying as a cow, like whatever. No, you can wake up with it and be like 
I don't want to say normal, but like, you know what I mean? The day before. Yeah. And then you wake up with a disorder and now you like love like the smell of grass and stuff. <laughs> I, I was obsessed with grass. And then, and then there was this one, there was this one article. It's like, do you think you have bone floppy? And then it's like, do you love the smell of grass? Do you feel like eating leafy greens? You may have woken up with bone floppy. That is. Know. See, and isn't it? Okay, let, let's be real for a second. In our head, we're like, kind of like, ooh, that's crazy, right? But then isn't that crazy that some people think that about like, um, people's sexuality like they think gay people are just as crazy as someone that thinks they're a cow you know what I mean well yeah, that's so why that's... it's like hard to be like I, I don't want to jump on it because like what if in a year we're like we're like so inclusive All to people who come out as cats like I don't yeah. know it, right? it sounds crazy but then I feel like other people think it's just as crazy so yeah but I don't want to wake up with bone throppy guys <laughs> like I'm seriously like I woke I woke up the other day and I like I, I was having like a nightmare about it and like I checked my body to see if I felt like I a cow like I'm serious I, I I'm what just, is it and what's the thing when you've been like the, like it's like my one of my biggest fears um when you've been raised by like dogs oh yeah okay, yeah, sorry. yeah 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 feral one of, children. One of Kayla's fears is a feral child yeah I I swear to god I saw one in the bush the one time <laughs> my ex-boyfriend and I were driving and I'm not being funny we saw a little girl on all fours and like you okay ran so, in the woods no on and all and you fours. didn't call the police <laughs> No, we got right out of there. I'm not even <laughs> oh being funny. God. This sounds like a joke. I swear to God. I'm saying a lot of people will be like, you should have called the police if there was a little girl running on all fours we in the woods. We got out of there as fast as we could. Oh my God, it was so scary. I can still see it. Kayla. No, I'm not joking. Okay, I okay. I have another question that I want to know if you're okay with telling on the podcast because I find this so interesting because Lucas was adopted. Like, tell whatever you want, but can you do you mind just like telling us that story? Yeah, of course. It's actually really cool and I'm still kind of going through it like in the last year. It's been a huge jump for me in terms of where I was. But uh, when I was 20, I did my first theater gig out of school and I went to Edmonton just because that's where I booked a job. Um, but I actually grew up in Fort McMurray, Alberta, so it's not far from where my hometown is and where some of my family lives. And uh, I did a show and my biological mom came to that show having known my name. So she knew my name and I knew her name from a letter that she had left me at birth. And so... Uh, I happen to know her name, but she came to the show. She didn't stay. She didn't, um, you know, stay to say hi or anything. But she did make a post online just saying, like, her name, searching for my name. And I happened to Google my own name within that, like, a span of three days. And so I saw her post. I responded. And it turns out she was, like, living not super far from me in Edmonton. It was just, like, a super serendipitous moment so we we met for coffee and we sort of started a relationship at that point but you were adopted like you um, were adopted right at birth did you ever have any interest before that of meeting your birth parents yeah like I sort of uh like in the letter she left me like I kind of knew a bit about my background but I was still really curious about it so I had filed something that was just like had given her permission to sort of find information on me with the government kind oh, of thing. Oh, you have but, to like actually make um, like a permission thing. You do. Um, so nothing ever came out of, from that, but I happened to, to come across her in the city. So it was wild. And can I just ask like the letter that you're talking about, did she give that to your mom and just say like, here, give this to him one day when he's older. Yeah. Yeah. She and then just your mom decided it. to give it to you one day. Like, I feel like that's like from a movie. Yeah, it is super weird. I mean, my mom had shown it to me when I was, younger and I kind of was too young to really understand like my, my mom was always really cool about um sort of explaining to me about how I was adopted like I think when I was like in grade one or something she she sat me down okay. and she was like Lucas like she's like you know a lot of, of parents you know they carry their baby in their belly she's like but with you and I it's a little different I carried you in my heart okay. and for like 10 years it took me a long time to really 
be able to handle um, receiving love from biological parents. Like I, I had a lot of guilt from you know I kind of felt like my family's my family yeah. and like like th- you know like I don't want to betray them yeah. and like no one really cares. Yeah. But <laughs> um, and and like what was it like seeing your mom? Like your biological mom. Um, so I wasn't, I mean, I was a bit more fearless then. So I, I didn't, I didn't really feel nervous, but this like woman walked up, she started walking up the steps and I looked at her and I was like, that's gotta be her. <laughs> and like, she just, <laughs> and, and then, then, then finally this woman stopped and started talking to these other people. And I was like, oh, okay. It's not her. Oh but then it actually was her oh. <laughs> and she had run <laughs> and she had run into some friends she, she had met. So it was super weird being 20 and having not like, like I don't look at my family and say, "Oh, I resemble them in these ways," or I have their eyes, or I I have their brain. Like, but when I met this woman, like there were so many things just uh, kind of biologically that I, yeah. I did feel, and it, I was old enough to absorb it in a way that's different than when you're a kid. So, yeah, um, I feel really lucky to have gone through that for sure. And you also have siblings that you found out about. Yeah, yes, I have two. Uh, ha- she has two daughters, so that's two half sisters. And then my biological dad had two daughters before I was born. So I, I have some more, like, hunting to do for some people. And you have a relationship with them? Your siblings? Uh, I do with my my two younger half-sisters. Yeah. So my biological mom's daughters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I recently connected with them last year on Instagram. They, like, media, right? <laughs> that's uh, so weird. <laughs> like, that's crazy. Like, I can't even imagine what that feels like. And it's also the guilt thing that you said. I didn't even think about that. It's complicated because no matter what, like, I think it... it would have hurt my mom just just for in any people are insecure or they just feel oh no what's gonna happen right yeah. so I think that's sensitive and my biological mom like I think I probably hurt her a little bit because after I met her I, I took a, quite a few years of not speaking to them anymore because it freaked me out that's not my fault but it also affects how other people feel so it's super complicated but, but I also think it's crazy like coming like being a mom I feel like that is so like nice of your mom to explain it in that way and then like even give you the letter like that for her was probably like a huge thing to like give you that letter and explain this to you like because for me I'd be like I don't want him knowing like you know what I mean like it's just yeah that's yeah that's crazy that's so interesting I think like my biggest thing about it or the thing that kind of made me turn the page a little bit was going like it's just a bunch of people that love you so what's so scary about that like for years it kind of made me feel like oh no like there's pressure but once you're just honest about it and you can accept that love like why not have more people in your life right that's yeah that's crazy the segue is going into a game I know, like, we have no segue. Let's try to think of one. <laughs> We're like, yeah, crazy, crazy stuff. So, never have I ever. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm going to ask you a rapid fire question. So we're going to play rapid okay. fire question. Question, questions, questions. Thank you. <laughs> That's a bit that we think is funny that we've been doing. That is not podcast. funny anymore. We have to stop. You just actually but put the sound effect in. But it's not funny. I'm kind of into it. Okay, what is one thing that annoys you so much? Horses. Sorry. I hate... You hate horses? Did you just say horses? Yes, I hate horses. My dog hates horses too. But I but I hated horses before she hated horses, so it's weird that we both hate horses. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. We need to stop Why this do you second. hate... Like, did you have a traumatic experience? And why do you encounter horses so much? Okay. No, you guys. Okay, so I'm glad that we stopped on this because... When my very first time that I went on like an interview for my job where I had to like interview somebody, it was like this little girl <laughs> who's riding horses. And she was like the famed lady of like the Royal Winter Fair or whatever. And I I think I was like just training and, and I like somebody else was interviewing her, but she was beside her gigantic horse during this interview. And I was so nervous and I looked at this horse and it looked at me and like we hated each other to the point my producer was like, 
why are you like why is that horse staring at you and I was like I don't know so <laughs> so they oh God, someone else noticed so they started filming the interview and the horse like on camera was like shaking and like moving its feet and it got up on its hind <laughs> legs it. while looking at me and it started <laughs> neighing and <laughs> we had to stop the shoot because the horse was like going crazy <laughs> no way Wait, so is that the only, like, has anything else happened or is it just that? No, it wanted to attack him. So where I live in the city, there must be a stable nearby or something or like, I don't know why, but cops always ride horses on my street and they come like every two hours and they like crap all over the street. And like if if there was a crime, the police wouldn't be able to stop anything because they'd have to get off the horse. And my dog, my dog barks at these horses from our living room every two hours because she hates them too. Oh my gosh, that is okay. like so funny. And those are like that first one is actually a scarring story. So like I understand but why. But also why did that horse want to attack like, Lucas? Hated you so much. Okay. <laughs> okay, um do you currently have or have you ever had a nickname? Not really. Like my one of my girlfriends used to call me and like friend girlfriends used to call me um <laughs> I was gonna say this is interesting. You've had, had girlfriends like one of my friend girlfriends. No Lucas has had girlfriends. Have you had girlfriends? I had one girlfriend, yeah. And then you guys were friends after, but wait, isn't there like a funny ending to that or no? Oh, well, I came out and she vomited. <laughs> <laughs> like I told her I was gay and she immediately puked. <laughs> Just because she Being was so upset she that that was a boyfriend and then that you were gay? Yes. And she wasn't against gay oh people. Oh my s- God, that's so funny. <laughs> that's her reaction. That's like, it's sad though. Because <laughs> I wouldn't know what to do if I like, like I just knew that I couldn't date this person anymore, right? Mm-hmm. But not like mad at you. Yeah, she wasn't so mad like, at him. No, she no, loved no, him no, so but much. That's what I mean. Like you yeah. just, like there's nothing you can do. She just vomited. Oh my God. <laughs> so the one thing we like to do on this podcast as well is like talk about our pet peeves. Okay, one pet peeve I have is at the gym when people uh, ask to work in. <laughs> like with I, you on the same do you, machine do you do I that no yes i oh. know what you mean and it's the most awkward thing ever they'll say like can i work in the set so like when you're taking your break yeah th- oh my gosh i didn't know that was a thing i hate that so that what do you do how do you react yeah. when they do it i i always say oh i've only got one left you can <laughs> <laughs> i just bail no matter what <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, the the thing we like to end our podcast with is a crazy story. And usually we have a random generator to pick like what story to tell, but there's this one story that I think you will think is funny that that happened to Kayla in her life and I think that we should tell that story because I feel like just I just feel like this is I feel like this is such a stupid story. It's a dumb but story, but I feel like Lucas like knows this part side of you. How old would we have been? Like 11, 10? So Kayla was probably 10, I was probably 13, and she had this pet frog. It was like an aquatic frog. And I loved him so much. His name was Austin. And like, I'm not being dramatic. Like, remember, you'd walk over to the the little tank that he was in, and I'd go over to the thing, and I'd tap him, and he'd come, and he'd swim up to me, and like, (laughs) look at me, and we'd say like our little hi, and I'd go on with my day. But an important so, part of the story is that an aquatic frog means it's not one of those regular frogs that can come out of the water to breathe. It has like gills and it like has it's a fish. Like it's, it's, a, it's, it's fully a fish. water. So when she's okay. telling you this, oh, she, sorry, yeah, it didn't like walk over to me. Like it would swim over to me, give me like a little hello, and then like 
like the re- the reason she had to say I'm not even kidding is because it's like literally like a fish that she felt had like a personality and connection with like, her. I loved so, him so much. Like he, it right. was fully underwater. Like he yeah. was yeah cannot breathe outside of the water. Yeah, we had this like I'll call her an acquaintance. <laughs> we had this. <laughs> or was it? A she friend? was a neighbor. She's a neighbor. We'd have to call her a different name. Um, Sandra. Sandra, who she was obsessed with wanting to hold Austin. The frog, and I'm like the aquatic frog. Sandra, it's an aquatic frog. Like you can't hold it. You can't touch right. it. You can't it's like it's but she'd be like I just want to I just want to like take it for a second and just like pet it. And I'm like you can't pet this like, he frog. will die. He like, will die. He'll die. It's like you taking a goldfish and petting it. And so she was like, whatever. She'd be like, okay, whatever. And this neighbor would come to our house all the time. And she was an interesting character. Like <laughs> her mom would cut the ends of her socks off. Because it would like bother her toes and stuff. But <laughs> what if like they listen? Well, it was facts. Okay. Like, that happened. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the one time we, Stacey and I had a singing competition in North Bay, country singing competition that we had to go to. And so we were going there for like a week. And I'm like, I need someone to feed Austin. And so... I asked Sandra, which and her mom, no. and, her, and her mom, I was like, can you like just make sure to just feed it every day? Because they lived like beside us, so it was fine. And so they're like, yeah, no problem, whatever. And then I come home and I like walk into my room and Austin's like on his back floating at the top dead. And I'm like, oh my God, oh no. Sandra a hundred percent wanted to pet this frog and like held it and killed it. But right? I feel like I feel like Sandra is gonna lie to you in the story. Oh, for sure. Oh, I feel like 100%. she's going to tell you she didn't. So okay. I actually can't remember. Did mom call the mom? Yeah, so our mom say, called her mom and said, like, did Sandra pet Austin? And they denied it. Denied, denied. it, denied it, denied it. So then. <laughs> but, like, Austin had been alive for quite, like, he, wa- he wasn't oh, ready to like, die. No, like, he, he can, they can live for, like, a long time. And I had had him for, like, three years. Right. And so I like was so mad like beyond like i was seeing red and like for weeks <laughs> remember so, she's 10 okay <laughs> so like i got on my Seen bike red. and i like was riding down like we lived in a complex at the time so i was like riding down and i knew that they like sit in their kitchen which was like right at their window like they had a mm-hmm. big window and then there was like their dining room table and i yeah. saw that they were eating dinner so i just like drove past their house and like but i like gave them the biggest evil eye but like just squinted so hard and was just like riding back then and like stared at them the whole way driving past their house and then she would mom, do this on like a daily basis she would go and every and, day i'd go by and just like give them an evil eye at dinner time because like, i knew they'd be eating dinner so i'm like they can see me so i'd like drive past give them an evil eye but like i would go so hard i'd like squint my eyes so like, hard you couldn't which, even like, see you why like i've never given an evil eye in my life so then i'd go home whatever i did not tell mom or stacy this and then the mom called my mom and was like i need to talk to you about something like kayla's driving by <laughs> our window no. on her bike and like giving us dirty looks every day <laughs> like at dinner time like that's how bad it was and it was so, <laughs> like, obvious. so obvious that i was like and like you were actually like harassing them that I she had so to mad. she had to call your mother and say like you need to ba- get her to back off like she's giving us evil eyes every, at dinner time <laughs> every day and so then i Swear, like I denied this up until I, okay, so five years ago. <laughs> yeah, so like, my mom is a very trustworthy mom. She believed like Kayla, like she. You say you weren't crazy. She'd come home like hammered. Stacey, sorry, you can't sorry. talk like this on sorry. her. No, okay, sorry. She, my, you just said you just said my mom is a very trustworthy mom. I can't. You know the song that's like our God is an honest God. <laughs> <laughs> my mom is a trustworthy mom. <laughs> 
Kayla would be like, like, <laughs> she no, this is when you would like have fun and just like she'd come home drunk and my mom would be like, Are you drunk? She'd be like, No. And then she'd be like, Okay. Like and she'd just like believe her. And I'd be like, Mom, can't you smell the vodka? And she's like, Kayla said she wasn't, so she's not. So like, when Kayla said, I am not driving by giving them a crazy look, my mom was like, Okay, I believe you. And then Five years ago, Kayla... Well, like, I was, like, a full-grown adult. So then, yeah, we started talking about it the one day, just randomly. And I was like, oh, yeah, by the way, like, I did give them evil eyes every single day. And Stacey and Mom were like, what? And then, do you remember our confession? Uh, What? So when we flushed... So Kayla was so upset about Austin dying, my mom and I flushed him down the toilet, and she, like, had to leave. And we flushed him, and he came back alive. Stop! Why? I don't think you've told me that. No, we flushed him, and he started swimming. Why back didn't you up grab him? And we screamed, tried to grab him, and then he got flushed down the toilet. So we Sandra didn't this. kill the frog. Well, he, well, was, he was obviously dead. in a state of discomfort. Shock. He was in a state of shock. Maybe she pet him, and then he was shocked. And then we flushed him. But then I also Wait, like maybe he's still alive. Oh my god. I was just fully sad. Austin is now 40 years old. He's 40 years old. If you guys see him, he's white. Yeah. Slightly see through. And he'll say hi to you when you see him. No, but this is, he would actually come say hi. I I don't want to make her sound crazy. Like he would do this cute little swim. Yeah, like he'd hold his arms out and come over and like greet you at the glass and then just swim away. Also, I was traumatized that we might have accidentally flushed him. So we, I looked up this thing after I remember I went on like dial up internet and like it was like, and I was like, googling like what happened and you know how like human bot like have you ever seen in like a movie or something when a human dies and then the body can like convulse after they're dead that apparently happens when you flush them oh my god this is so disturbing i think he was dead this is a weird ending to the episode this is the story this is the story that you thought i would love (laughs) (laughs) like she didn't even prepare me for this story i just looked down it just says Sandra killed frog. <laughs> she's like, I think Lucas would really love this one. <laughs> but okay. Okay. Anyways. We have to stop talking now because there's just too much in this episode. Okay. Lucas, we want to say one, I miss you. Thank you so much. You're amazing. Thank you. Rate, review, subscribe on yes. Apple Music and Spotify and anywhere that you listen to podcasts, but hopefully Apple Music and Spotify so we can get famous, famous. as Joe Rogan. And where can we find you, Lucas? Follow me on Instagram at Lucas Muse. How do you spell uh, that? M E E U S E. That's right. L U C A S, not K A S. Oh my God. So. My grandma could never figure out how to spell my name until <laughs> she died. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Goodbye, Lucas. Goodbye, goodbye. my sister Kayla. Thank you so much. Love you all. Bye. Okay, bye.